Hello and welcome to The Bright Side, brought to you by Joel Hunter and Joel Hunter. <laughs> Your friendly neighborhood Joels. Yeah, that's. Uh, I thought you were going to go with Spider-Man, and I was like, I don't know how I'm going to play off of that. I, <laughs> I was thinking really quick, and I, I was coming up empty. Uh, we are in the middle of a series, uh, and we'll find out by the end of this episode yeah, this could be whether it's a two-parter in the second half. <laughs> or right in the middle of a three-parter. Uh, but we're talking about... Procrastination, uh, which, uh, fun story, uh, this was originally going to happen two weeks ago. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, and I thought uh, as we were getting ready for it, I was like, what better example of procrastination than if I write the day of and say, I need to do something else today. <laughs> That's right. Um, you were very gracious about it, though. Well, it was all to, you know, we were on point. We were demonstrating mm-hmm. Um, how to procrastinate. Anything for a sermon illustration. That's right. Yeah. It, that would be like when you would come to me on Saturday and be like, do something funny. <laughs> I was desperate. Yeah. Every I, Saturday. Uh-huh, and, then I'd look, and I'd look out the window and be like, if only there was some way for me to tell those birds how to come inside. <laughs> Only, if only I could, now this, could they be don't one. know that story. They don't know that story. <laughs> I, I bet they do. Or I bet they can extrapolate. <laughs> um, so the uh, the idea of procrastination, we covered a lot of the general, the general. T- I like when you can just barely hear mom in the background. <laughs> She's trying not to laugh. Just, she knows the story. You, you hear this little. Um, so, uh, the procrastination is something that we, uh, we talked about last episode and, uh, and, and kind of our, our natural, uh, it's not, not even so much a temptation as it is something that's built into us. Uh, it's, it's, uh, I feel like, uh, temptations, uh, vary from person to person. Uh, and then there are stuff that are just innate characteristics of how our brain is wired, uh, that we all, that we all kind of deal with. Uh, you know, I think, no, whether you have a good metabolism or bad metabolism, you won't find anyone who's not tempted at all by food that's bad for you. Uh, and it's because it's our brain is hardwired to want to have that sugar because there was a time where that was a really helpful thing. You didn't know where your next meal was coming from. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think procrastination is one of those. And we talked about that last time. And then you were talking about um, the idea of how it uh, affects your ability to accomplish what you want. And you were saying saying the idea of um, explain that again, the Warren Buffett thing about, you know, it, you're the, the, saying The no. difference between the supremely successful person and the average success is um, the, the supremely, those supremely successful almost always say no. You know, that shows me that a lot of the girls that I tried to go on <laughs> dates with, they were super successful. And it's all coming together for me. <laughs> and now I, I understand. I'm, I'm putting together a lot of puzzle pieces right now. <laughs> they were very uh, successful. They learned the art of saying no, uh, uh, and then we're better for it. So, well, um, it, in, in this, this is the illustration that I remember. Your mom once said uh, that she read a quote that said, you know, I, I, I decided um, that I was going to conquer the world, and then I saw something shiny. Huh. You know, yeah. so just, just our, our, our tendency um, um, to be distracted by things that can't possibly get us to our goal. Yeah. And so uh, to get into the idea of how to um, overcome procrastination, um, I think it's helpful to first describe a situation that everyone's been in, everyone. Uh, and if you hear this and you're like, I, I thought that was just some of us. Uh, from, what I, from what I can tell and what I've read, it's everyone. The idea of when you are going to bed, 
having really great and grandiose plans for what you're going to accomplish the next day, Mm -hmm. uh, the person that you're going to be when you wake up in the morning, this will be the first morning where I'm excited to leap out of bed and work out. I'm excited to start my new life. And then your alarm goes off and you uh, are a totally different person. Uh, you're somebody that's uh, you don't you don't feel as excited about that new life because that means uh, instead of slowly waking up or hitting the snooze button, you're taking a really painful walk over to a treadmill where you're gonna or you're gonna walk outside or you're gonna make a breakfast that doesn't taste as good as the pop tarts you really wanted. Um, when you go to bed. Your brain is rewarding you. It's soothing you with that neocortex and its and its grand plans and the and the fantasy that's there. It's it's what drives us forward. And when you wake up in the morning, the brain that you're dealing with is your primate brain, your instant gratification monkey, as Tim Urban says it on his website. He's got if you uh, if you go to this website called Wait But Why W H uh, Y, the guy that writes that is Tim Urban. He has this great. Uh, this great blog um, that's long. It's probably 5,000 words long about procrastination, but it's brilliant. And he talks about the instant gratification monkey, always trying to take the steering wheel away from your rational brain. <laughs> um, and so in the morning, you're dealing with with that. And and so you have you have two different people driving the brain, you know, when you go to bed and when you wake up. Um, and so uh, Pop will now fix all of that for you. <laughs> well, there's there's several things that we that we've read together that are are helpful steps toward really executing the kind of action or getting yourself to the place where you're motivated to actually go toward your goal. The first one of these that really was fascinating to me because I do it and and, and I go I read it and I go, "Huh, I do that." Hmm. It's called uh, bundling um, your um, bundling <laughs> I mean, that's easy enough for me to say. Um, <laughs> I, I thought we were getting in a wrap off. No, it was well, called. <laughs> it, 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 I, I just saw the words temptation bundling, but there's there's also bundling positives together so that you know that you're doing two things that are good that together make them better. Let me give you the example. The example is. Um, you know you're going you're to need to get on a treadmill. Just getting on the treadmill by itself is not appealing. I can but vouch for that. If you, yeah, if you get on the treadmill um, and you uh, listen to an audio book, which is what I do almost every day of the, of the week. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> I listen to fascinating audio books. Uh, I'm on the treadmill. I get into the text of the book, which makes the, the pain of running – um, not quite as, as I mean, it's always tough to get started. That's the toughest part. Um, somebody once asked um, this champion uh, long-distance swimmer who had set all kinds of records, what is the most difficult part of that arduous journey? And the reply was getting in the water. I remember saying that. <laughs> <laughs> I still you think are it. so wise. <laughs> <laughs> but but the, yeah, bundling that um, and and just to clarify, you know, uh, you you have. Um, what I would call a very highly evolved brain. Uh, you've earned it uh, through years of hard work. But um, but if someone's listening and like, geez, I got to do an audio book too while I'm running. Um, uh, if it, it, the, an, Another recommendation for people that uh, wouldn't enjoy audio books the same way is if there is a TV show that you find gripping, one of those Netflix binge-worthy TV shows, uh-huh. only allowing yourself to watch that while you are doing that thing you don't want to do, mm. um, you are – the reason it works is because you are – 
using your rational, right. long-term thinking brain, uh, and you're tricking the instant gratification monkey uh, into thinking this is great because I finally get to find out what happens in this next episode of Breaking Bad or whatever show it is that, you're, right. that you're binging. Um, and that, that idea of bundling, um, a lot of people really use that to great effect, you know, to, to take something that they don't want to do. And, and the discipline is in only allowing yourself to do that when you're, you know, to not just say, I really just want to see this next episode and, yeah. and uh, sit down and watch it. Well, that's it. Yeah, absolutely. Here's the second one. Make the consequences of procrastination more immediate. Um, and and, and I, I, I can't remember exactly what they said for this, but it's like um, take it to immediately try to gauge the metrics of what putting off – like, for example, if you if you are supposed to run on the treadmill in the morning and you just say, but I want a huge breakfast, mm-hmm. you know, um, probably if you're going to do that, you ought to immediately go to the scales yeah. and take a look at the scales yeah. just so that you know what that costs. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, and the other uh, version of this is if you have uh, – Anyone in your life, family or friend that has any sort of like-minded goal with you, um, that's part of the value of doing the journey together. I mean, one of the ways mm-hmm. to make the uh, pain uh, immediate rather – because that's the thing. Anytime you have the choice between pleasure or pain immediately or pleasure or pain in the distance, um, you will always choose pleasant or present pleasure over future pain mm-hmm. uh, because uh, it or over future pleasure because it's it's there right away you know there's no again there's so much more of your brain devoted to I want to eat this food or I want to be lazy rather than accomplish work so to link it uh, into something where it will cause present pain uh, that's why people work out together I, I remember when I was in my internship, and there was this there was this guy, Dr. Uh, Dustin Liebeck, who for the first two months, three months of internship, I thought was a normal person uh, and then found out he worked out. And I was like, you know, I've been meaning to start working out again, you know, because I used to and I haven't for a while. And he's like, great. Meet me in the gym. We'll do that. We'll we'll, uh, we'll be there every day after work. Um, and then the first day I saw him, he walked out in a tank top uh, and the, just the shock, it, I was astonished because he had the body of like Michelangelo's David. Uh, wow. But if, if David had done roids, uh, but just to be clear, <laughs> Liebeck never did roids. Uh, he, right. was, uh, he, was, he was very disdainful of people that had, but uh, he'd earned it. But he was so ripped. And I couldn't as much, especially like a weekend when I was sore everywhere, as much as I would like to have gone straight home and laid down on a yeah. couch after a long yeah. day. I could not bear the shame of, exactly. of Dustin, uh, you know, knowing that I didn't show up for a workout. It would have caused a lot of present pain, you know, and, and that pain that it would have caused outweighed the pleasure of being able to drive by. Um, and that's why for six months I was in really good shape. <laughs> <laughs> and then he went on to become an orthopedic surgeon. I never saw him again. Uh, but I'm grateful for that six months. You're still in good shape. <laughs> for those in our listening audience that wonder, what? I wonder what he looks like. He's he he looks. Good. You can't see it, but I'm flexing <laughs> right now. <laughs> one of, one of the things that th- that uh, the material said is, when you design your future that you want to that you want to become, whether it's the kind of person you want to become, the kind of body you want to have, the kind of the kind of uh, success you want to achieve. Um, it said, um, design commitment devices toward mm. that 
Um, uh, we're, you've just been talking about getting in good shape, so we'll just continue that. Um, you know, if you are if you are going toward um, a a good body, you're going to have to address nutrition. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to address what you eat. Um, and one of the suggestions that they had is um, it's it's probably uh, permissible if you want to have potato chips for every once in a while, but you don't eat potato chips out of the full bag, mm-hmm. you know, because that, because you just can't, there's no stopping device there. Yeah. So you put them in a in a one of those little sandwich bags yep. and say okay this is how much i can have and still uh, you know achieve my my goals you yeah. know for the day yeah. uh, and again this is very important cuz you got to break it down into um, segments and you've got to not let momentary failure just make you give up on the whole thing yeah it's it's true and uh, it anyone who has the choice when they're faced with doing something unpleasant uh, towards a towards a future goal, um, uh, and this this is something I deal with all the time. When I don't do that thing, um, there is a lot of like, man, everyone else can do this and I can't. Mm. With this, uh, this is uh, because I'm the worst, and uh, and I think everyone deals with that. And and so it's it's helpful. I feel like to say, and and I'm not an expert, uh, but I'm a temporary expert because we read a lot about this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that that everyone. Uh, <clears throat> everyone, when given the choice between I can do this unpleasant thing now mm-hmm. uh, towards some future goal that I haven't really committed to, um, or I can do something more pleasant, pretty much everyone chooses the pleasant thing. Like even people that are very successful uh, in in achieving uh, a singular focus and direction to their lives um, – they don't do it on a whim of I didn't make any sort of planning ahead of time of what I was going to do when I woke up in the morning mm-hmm. or what I was going to do with my evening when I got home. Um, they they either coupled it to something else that they like um, or they had some sort of plan to mark their progress as they went right. along. Um, there's a reason that Alcoholics Anonymous is is – really, really successful. And it's not the only reason, but one of them is you get those little tokens or coins or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's something that it signifies. I've made it this far, you know, and you, and you, and they make sure to give people, I think I, 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 uh, I went to one, uh, in med school for my psychiatry rotation. Um, and, uh, I can't remember anything from it because I was so terribly uncomfortable because I was like, we shouldn't be here. I'm so sorry. It was awful. But uh, but I think you even get the first day, you know, because you've got some sort of you got some sort of physical reminder of what you're doing. Um, and, and that's really helpful. There's an app. I think it's called the Habit app, but um, it's mm. easy to find where um, you have uh, you can choose either three dots or six or of things that you want to do every day. And once you do it, you get to click that dot and it's done. That's, and it keeps yeah. a calendar over time over how much you've done that. It's extremely motivating. Um, and so I think for some people when they are trying to figure out, you know, uh, is this something I can do? The main thing is to find something that you think genuinely is a, a really pleasing thought of what you'd like in the future. And it can be learning another language or an instrument or whatever. Um, and then figuring out the steps of how do I make the – the crappy thing I have to do tomorrow for that or tonight, you yeah. know, uh, mm-hmm. if you're not procrastinating, um, how do I, how do I make that possible 
by either coupling it to something I, I want to do or by, you know, having accountability with somebody else that I'm doing this with right. um, or by having some sort of physical reminder of how to, you know, how far I've progressed right. along the way. Or by making it, uh, by doing something that you know you can do, it, it, it'll take five minutes, you know, uh, but, it, but yet it gets you small steps consistently taken uh, are better than huge goals on a on a on a daily you know daily basis, and the smaller and more achievable and more immediate you can do that, then you get that positive reinforcement. That says you know that might not have been much, but it it got me closer. Yeah, and uh, and I hope people listen to this entire episode because I feel like that piece is. The, the hidden secret. Oh, I should have at the beginning been like, and at the end, the hidden secret. <laughs> um, but if I had said that, that would have been this part because uh, they're, uh, part of the way our brains are wired is that we have an inability to absorb a really large goal. We can't absorb the size of the galaxy. We can't absorb, uh, we can't mentally picture what a million is. Um, and we have that same issue with uh all of the work that it takes to go from I don't like what my body looks like to I do, or mm -hmm. I don't know a single word of Spanish to I'm fluent, um, and there's a million other goals. Um, so that idea of I'm, I'm going to do that, it's such an enormous task with, with so much work that's involved right. um, that it's not a weakness. It's just being a human being that you can't uh, – that will never outweigh the current pleasure because it's t it's such a big goal that you don't right. even know where to start. And so that idea of itemizing and breaking off bite-sized chunks uh, because, yeah, no one can be fluent in Spanish in a day, but – you can uh, do, you know, you can say, I'm going to research today uh, what Duolingo is, and I'm going to not, I'm not going to uh, uh, get off topic until I figure out exactly what it is. Mm -hmm. And then if I decide it's good, then uh, the next day I'm going to actually sign up for Duolingo. Right. And, and you can have this stuff where it's in bite-sized increments. Right. Um, and that's true with exercise and everything else. Um, and that, and that's what it makes everything a lot more doable. At least for me, that's always made Absolutely. things a lot more doable. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm listening to – I know we only got a couple minutes left here, but I'm listening to one of my audio books, um, and <clears throat> I'm reading a book a lot a lot now on longevity. You know, uh -huh. I'm 71 <laughs> years old, so I'm, I'm, I'm reading a lot about, about the, uh, you know, the biology and the physiology of, of longevity. And, and, um, and, and part of what this, this one book says, you've got to exercise every day. You know, don't don't fall for the you know three minutes, uh, three days a week is going to get you there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but but this this guy says, um, just just understand that you have to create stress for your body uh, in order to have development and and not in order to uh, lose what what you've got. And and basically he said this. He said. Inten uh, consistency beats intensity every time. Hmm. He said, you know, when you're 70 years old, don't go to the gym and try to lift heavy weights. You're 70 years old. Yeah. But if you're there every day lifting light weights, you won't believe what your what your body looks like. Eventually. Yeah, that's absolutely correct. And that that idea of uh, consistency beats intensity every time. Um, it it really rolls well into that idea of having a specific goal that you know is doable. Um, and so it, it it may not seem like it matters if you decide to walk for 10 minutes on the treadmill for the first or walk outside for 10 minutes for the first time. 
time. But you do that every day yeah. and you're not so sore that you feel like your calves are going to yeah. explode. Um, consistency beats intensity every time. Uh, and that's the big goal, to be consistent. You know, I feel like it was a two-part series because we really covered it all. I think so. I, I feel think, like, uh, yeah, problem solved. Problem solved. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We will see you next time on The Bright Side. <laughs>